Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. I have got a little tiny favor to ask you all today. I wanted to ask before we dive into our episode today, if you like this podcast, if you get value from it, I would love for you to share it with a friend, to share it with somebody who you know will benefit from hearing it. I would be so grateful if you could do that one thing for me. Thank you. And the other thing I do want to say, and I was thinking about that as I drafted the notes for this episode, is I love recording this podcast for you all. Like, I really enjoy it. And the other thing I wanted to say is, like, I am really grateful for each of you. Like, I'm really grateful that there are people who listen to it and that I don't just record it for me. Although, I probably still would. (laughs) I enjoy it and I learn a lot and get a lot of value from the process. But I just wanted to say to each of you, thank you, I appreciate you, and I'm so glad that you are here listening. So yeah, that's it from me. (laughs) Let's dive in. Today we're talking about all or nothing thinking. So this is like believing that we're either giving 100% or we're giving nothing, zero. It's believing we can either have it or we can't. We can do it or we can't do it. There is no in-between. It's black or it's white. It's good or it's bad. I'll share a little story with you all. I used to believe that I was bad with money. I grew up in a household where we didn't have a lot of money and my parents were constantly fighting about money. And so my money mindset was not amazing. (laughs) And I developed a belief early on, I don't know exactly what age, that I was just not very good with money, that I was always spending money, I was spending more than I earned, I wasn't very good at saving it, I never seemed to have enough of it, and I could, you know, give you, rattle off plenty of examples to show that those things are, in fact, true. And I was getting coaching on this a while back now, and my coach actually went through a timeline process, which is a really cool process where you go from the ages of zero to 10, you know, talk about your experiences with money, and then from the age of 11 to 20, and then from the age of 21 to 30, and so on, right? And you talk about your experiences with money, and in doing this, it was so powerful for me because it really challenged the narrative that I had about the story that I was bad with money. And that you're either bad with money or you're good with money. And I was able to see that I used to earn pocket money and I would save that. And I saved up for things that I wanted to buy. And, you know, when I was, I think it was around ages 13 to 15 or 16, I would wash my dad's trucks on the weekend, like full size curtain side truck and trailer units two of them (laughs) guys it's a lot (laughs) and it would take me hours and I would do this either Saturday or Sunday and it would take me maybe five hours and I would do this every single weekend for years and years and years and years and I saved up enough money to buy my first car by doing that and even just like showing my brain that really challenged the story that I believed that I was bad with money So here's what it sounds like and looks like. I'm either great at my job or I'm terrible at my job. 
I either have what it takes or I don't. I'm either having a really good day or I'm having a shit day. This is either going to succeed or it's going to fail. You're either a good person or you're a bad person. Right? Rich people are bad. Right? That's one that I kind of latched onto from a young age. You're either right or you're wrong. It's either a good decision or it's a bad decision. This all or nothing thinking comes up quite a lot with my clients. Right? I hear it in conversations with friends. And I'm sure many of you listening will have described yourself in this way. I, it's so funny. I heard myself doing it a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, alarm bells. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm all or nothing. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. No, I'm not anymore. <laughs> but you may have described yourself in that way. Like, yeah, I'm all or nothing. I'm either in or I'm out. Right? I'm all in. That kind of thing. Now, the problem with this kind of thinking is that it usually leads to quitting. It leads to beating ourselves up, to chipping away at our self-esteem. So I used to do this, I wanted to say back in the day, back in the day when I was losing weight, right? I used to do this a lot with weight loss and fitness. So I would say, when I say back in the day, to give you context, I mean, in my kind of ages 16 to 24 ish around that age so for example I would I couldn't have like just one biscuit right if I opened a packet of like chocolate biscuits I would eat the whole thing I was either on a super strict diet or I was eating everything like all the junk food like eating until I felt sick right the alarm would go off and if I hit snooze and I didn't go for my run, then I would literally say fuck it and eat all the things. And then I'd say, you know what, I'll start my diet tomorrow or I'll start again next Monday. Right. And then I would eat all the things in between then and when I was going to start again that I knew I wasn't going to eat when I was on the diet. Right. Very all or nothing. The other day I raised my voice to one of my partner's kids who was doing something he should not have been doing. And I raised my voice to him. And then I had this thought in my brain, I'm a terrible at parenting. I'm terrible at doing this thing. <laughs> my brain literally blanked all of the times that I've done a really good job or something else in between. And it went straight to the extreme. Right? I'm terrible at this. Right? And that is what all or nothing thinking is, is it's one extreme or it's the other extreme. It's either zero or it's a hundred on a scale. When I moved to London, I pretty soon after I landed there, I developed the, the idea that I hated it. And I kept telling myself over and over again every day, I hate it here. I hate it here. I just want to go home. And I was telling myself like, there's just no way I could love, love it here. There's no way I could learn to enjoy it like other people do. But in saying that, I wasn't seeing all of the things that I actually did like. And there were so many things like one of the things that still to this day I love about London is the incredible public transport system. And the fact that you don't need to own a vehicle to get around and to get around well. Right. Another thing I love about London, squirrels. My friends, we do not have squirrels in New Zealand and I love them. <laughs> I am that person in the park feeding the squirrels nuts. Yes, I am. <laughs> 
But also there was beautiful parks in London. It was the ability to do something different every single day. Unlimited things to see, to try, to do. Plus, not to mention the cheap travel to so many places. Right? But all my brain was focused on was I hate it here. I hate London. Right? Very extreme. Very all or nothing. So notice the language that you use. And it, it might sound like there's no point. Today's already ruined. This is a write-off. I'm never going to figure this out. I'll start again tomorrow or next Monday. I don't have what it takes. Right? This is a sneaky little way that our brains fuck with us. Right. So we've talked before about how our brains are wired for evolution, for survival, for keeping us safe and out of harm's way. And that is what they're trying to do when they focus on the extreme. They're trying to get us to quit, to give in, to give up, to go back to the cave where they feel it's safe and comfortable and easy. Right. And also our brains hate cognitive dissonance. So that's like the in-between place where we believe two different things at once, right? I'm good at this and I've got a lot to learn, or I'm good at this and I'm also not that good at it, right? So our brains like to oversimplify things by separating everything into two categories, good or bad, success or failure, perfect or terrible, Now, in doing this, our brain likes to think it's doing us a favor. And then what happens is we reward it by giving it what it wants. We reward the all or nothing thinking when we quit, when we give up, when we tell ourselves we'll start again tomorrow or next week or next month. Right? We feed that. We give into it. Right? Can you see how that loop plays out? Is this sounding familiar? Can you relate? (laughs) Think about how this plays out in your life. Now, we think that it is useful. And we think that we're going to get there quicker if we are all in, giving 100%. Right? All or nothing. But my friends, this is a perfectionist fantasy. All or nothing thinking is a form of perfectionism. And it doesn't leave room for failure, for learning, for being a human being, right? What happens is, as humans is we make mistakes. We don't always, you know, achieve 100% every single time. We have fuck-ups along the way. That is the way. And when we choose to make our failures, our lessons, or our fuck-ups mean... Like what we choose to make it mean is 100% optional. If you make it mean, I'm never going to make it. I should quit. I can't do this. I might as well give up. Then when we do that, we push our goals further away. We give up on our dreams. We don't learn from ourselves. We don't learn what does and doesn't work. We don't learn the recipe for success because we're so busy quitting and giving up all the time. And it doesn't add value to our lives. It literally sets us up for failure when we're in this all or nothing thinking pattern. Okay. 
it's just like um I remember high jump I used to hate high jump when I was in school <laughs> I just don't jump very well for some reason I'm just I don't know my build is not a jumping build but I remember doing the high jump and they would start the high jump at a really low level and you'd start at like I don't know half a meter off the ground and then you'd gradually work your way up so half a meter off the ground one meter off the ground and and it was probably smaller increments than that but you gradually work your way up and if you knock the bar off as you're trying to jump over the bar onto the um, foamy thing that you land on foamy mattress type thing right if you knock the bar off then you're out kind of thing but imagine that you do high jump for the very first time and you set the bar at five meters in the air. Like that's fucking ridiculously high. You are just setting yourself up to quit, to fail. And that's what all or nothing thinking does. It prevents us from growing. Right? It prevents us from adapting and generally enjoying things that aren't perfect. Life isn't perfect and we can still enjoy it. Right? Notice where it shows up in your life and question it. Make your brain look for what else is true. What else is available here? Find all of the colors in between the black and white. Right? My favorite color is fluoro pink. <laughs> Find yourself some fluoro pink in your all or nothing thinking. I teach my clients. To either win or learn. And we celebrate our learnings just as much as we celebrate our wins. Right? We define, we take the sting out of failure and fuck ups, first of all, and then we redefine them to serve us. Okay, You get to do that. You get to decide ahead of time what you're going to make it mean if it doesn't go to plan. If you don't nail it. If it doesn't turn out the way you want it, does that mean you're going to give up and you're going to quit? Or does that mean that you've just learned what doesn't work? Right? You get to take the sting out of that. You get to learn from it. You get to redefine it in a way that serves you. Emotional maturity is being willing to sit in the cognitive dissonance, in that discomfort. At my coaching school, we called it the river of misery. (laughs) It's like you're trying to swim from one bank to the other, right? That's what it's like when we're not in the all or nothing. We're believing multiple things at the same time, allowing more than one thing to be true, challenging and changing the narrative that our brain, the story that our brain is trying to tell us, right? I know firsthand just how big of an impact this all or nothing thinking can have and how bad it can make you feel about yourself. Like my friends, I have been there and I have been in it. And I have and I continue to do so much work on my own all or nothing thinking because it only creates more of a disconnect for from what I want and from who I want to be in the world. I can't recommend coaching enough for helping you with this. It can be incredibly challenging to do this work on your own. It's definitely not impossible, but it is hard because we believe everything our brain tells us. Of course we we do, right? We're wired to do that. 
Plus, we often don't pause to think about like, well, how much quicker could it be if I was to enlist help? How much quicker might that make this process? This used to be me, right? I used to want to do it all on my own. And I <laughs> I remember this time. I remember this time I, I went to start my own website. This was a few years ago now. And I was like, I'm going to do my own website. And it was like, you know, I, I don't know if I was trying to save costs or I was trying to prove it to myself or to someone else that I could do it. I don't remember. But I remember trying to do my own website and how many hours I spent like researching and learning how to use the platform and how to try and get the photo here and the words there and then the links set up and OMG. And how I just, as soon as I invested in hiring a web designer, I was like, I wish I'd done that sooner. (laughs) She saved me so much time, so much money and so much mental pain, right? Investing in coaching will help you get there faster and with a shitload less pain. So if you find yourself getting tripped up on this all or nothing thinking and you want to change this, then you can schedule a call with me and you can find out about how we can work together to set you up for success. All right, my friends, have an amazing week. Huge love to you all. I'll see you again soon. Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.